everyone. Welcome to the Daily Word. It's great that you've joined me. I appreciate that. And for our Daily Word, we're uh, going into Job. We're actually starting our reading the book of Job today. So wanted to, to share just a, a couple of thoughts about it overall that, uh, that perhaps will be helpful. I hope will uh, be helpful as you, as you read uh, the scriptures there. Uh, Job is, is a part of, of what's known as the writings. It's a, a part of God's wisdom that we find in the scriptures. And, and I, I want to just share three quick thoughts. Uh, and uh, first of all, that there is uh, a word really about what we could call uh, innocent suffering. Now, we know that no one is, is perfectly innocent. Everyone's fallen short of the glory of God. But as we look at the wisdom of God, we see that there is something a bit sort of odd and different about the book of Job. That is to say that uh, the other writings are showing, like we're just in the book of Proverbs, are showing the the wisdom of God applied uh, leading to good result in our lives. For instance, in Proverbs 10.4, lazy people are soon poor, hard workers get rich. Uh, Now, being a hard worker... (laughs) Is, uh, is always a good idea, right? And generally speaking, working hard leads to prosperity. But we also know that in, in a broken world, things don't always work the way that they should. That in a broken world like ours, that sometimes bad things do in fact happen to good people. And so there's an acknowledgement in the scriptures of this reality. and. And I, I think that we, we can take great comfort from that, that God understands the, the dilemma that we, we live in the, the, of this broken world. And secondly, real valuable, that God gives us in the book of Job heaven's perspective, uh, God's perspective. The truth is that we, we don't have a window that we can really count on being clear and, and true, a window into... Uh, the spiritual realm other than what God gives us in the Bible. Uh, there are lots of speculations out there. People have had lots of experiences, but the only, the only revelation about the spiritual realm that we can truly count on is in Scripture. And so as, as we, we look into the Scriptures, we see that there is uh, such a thing as Uh, as spiritual darkness, that there is Satan and that he is our adversary. He is the accuser, right? We see darkness in the world. We sometimes we get a sense of it if we're somewhere and there's this sort of prevalence of of evil, of darkness. We look at, at just horrific acts in the world and we know, boy, there is something going on that's deeper than the flesh. There is an evil deeper. And and so there's an acknowledgement that there is uh, this, this spiritual being, uh, a fallen angel named Satan, who is the accuser of the, of the brothers. And much more valuable, though, even still, is to get this perspective on our faithfulness to God, of just how, how valuable our faithfulness to God is. That even, listen, even when no one else sees our faithfulness, sees our obedience to God, sees how, how we cling to the Lord even in difficulty, how we praise Him even in the midst of the storm. Even if nobody in this world sees that, that in fact what we see is that we, we by our faithfulness, win glory for God in heaven. And, 
And that is just in itself, in my opinion, that makes faithfulness to God worth it. That, may, that makes the fight, the struggle worth it because we win glory for God who is worthy of all glory. We win glory for Him in heaven. And then the third thing that I want to share is um, that, that this book really points to a purifying of our love for God. You know, in, uh, in today's passage, uh, in chapter 1, it really calls into question, why is it that I love God? Why is it that I'm faithful to God? Um, is it because He is good? Is it because He gave His Son for me? Is it because of His radical love for me? Is it because God is just worthy? Uh, or is it because God does what I want Him to do, because God gives me the sort of life that I want to have? Um, because there, there are those who preach a false gospel that is a, a health and wealth gospel, that if you believe in Jesus, that He'll give you wealth. If you believe in Jesus, He's going to give you health no matter what. And, and this is a false gospel. That, that is not what the gospel is about. And, and so the question is, in struggle, in suffering, in times of discouragement and loss and grief, will I yet remain faithful to the Lord? Will I love God even when life isn't as I want it to be, when, when God hasn't answered all of my prayers exactly the way that I want Him to, when He hasn't set up my life to look exactly like I want it, will I still love Him? Do I love Him because He is God and because He is good and because He has saved me in Jesus? Or do I love Him because of the stuff that He gives me and the stuff that He, he does to make my life like I want it to be? In verse 21, uh, Job declares, I came naked from my mother's womb, and I will be naked when I leave. The Lord gave me what I had, and the Lord has taken it away. Praise the name of the Lord. Do you see, this, this is a love for God that is not related to what He has given me. He has, has He given me everything I wanted? And if He hasn't, boy, is it even worth following Jesus? No, no, this, this book invites us to see struggle as the purifying of our love for God because He is worthy of that glory that we win Him in our faithfulness. He is worthy of our love even when, when things don't work out just the way we want in this world. And so let us love Him. Let us be faithful to Him. Let us glorify Him with our lives. And may it be so in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And friends, until we get a chance to speak again, I want you to know that I pray that God would bless you and that He would keep you.